away from there. So. I'm not a rocket ship. What? Never mind. Hello, peeps. Welcome to episode two, the long-awaited episode two of what is it? Ras and the Raptor. Sixteen Ounce Gaming presents Ras and the Raptor. It's been so long, I've That's almost right. forgot the title. That's okay. Good lord. So I'm your host, Ras. Longer than the title. With me is is Raptor. What's up, Raptor? How Please. you doing, buddy? Raptor was my father's name. Call me the. <laughs> the claptrap uh, raptor? No? Okay. I am fine. Thank you for asking. <laughs> <laughs> I did ask. You're just a little delayed. I know. I said thank you. It's the 30-second 30 30 delay of Twitch, I guess. I don't know. But anyway. Gratification. So, uh, yeah. Welcome, everybody, and... Hello, I guess. I don't know. It's been a weird one. <laughs> so what's been what's what's been up? What's been up with you, Raptor? Well, um, well, you've been in town a couple times, so that was fun. Um, I have. Drink. We did get to finally crack open the cranberry mead. Oh, um, so good. And that was and was that good. was good. And and then we had the regular mead too. Um, mm-hmm. Recently. I made some money at work, and says Raz's audio is low. Um, My audio is low. Recently, I made a little bit of money work, and I used some of that money to go ahead and buy um, a mead kit or a brewing kit that will allow me to make five gallons of mead at one time. Uh, so I'm upping up my production five gallons it's actually gonna I have enough capacity to have ten gallons but um, but this is the one you were telling me in surf this morning right yeah 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 so I actually have yep. enough to make ten gallons uh, but I'm only gonna use five so um, just gonna use the jug is it audio better uh, child for Raz's audio coming through the stream Sure. Anyway, so so I got a kit, uh, and it was on Amazon. It was on sale. Cost like eighty something dollars, uh, and it was a it's a five gallon bucket, like a Gatorade bucket. Uh, then it's a five gallon carboy, so it's both, which is great. And then all the tubes and bells and whistles and everything that you need to uh, make those things work. Is the carboy also, glass or plastic? Yeah, it's it's a glass carboy. Okay. And then uh, I went ahead and bought some honey. I think I need to get some more because the recipe needs 20 pounds, and I only bought 12. And I was thinking that at the time it was probably going to be okay, but um, but I think that I'd rather be four pounds over instead of eight pounds under. <laughs> yeah, we talked about this when I was up there. Remember, like yeah. the, your first batch where you should have had more, but that cranberry one. What you did there turned out delicious. I agree. Sorry. It turned out it turned out really good until I tried to do the mandarin orange infusion. Um, oh, it didn't work. So, no, it was awful. It was not good. It, oh it, uh, man! It like drew out the sweetness in the drink really, really bad. Like really, really, really bad. And it was like way, 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 way sweeter than what I wanted it to be. Um, oh man! 
Fortunately, I didn't do all of the mead that way. So I had still had some before I did the um, oranges, which was great. So that was still mm-hmm. really good, like you had it. Um, it was even better chilled, which was great. Uh, I don't have that much more of that one because last night I stayed up. I played some video games with my friend uh, Purge, uh, Purge Kai on my Elder Scrolls community, and we played some Elder Scrolls and did some trials, uh, which I drank my cranberry mead through. And about the second trial, we got to the point where I was like, "Okay, guys, you're gonna have to start paying more attention because the tank is getting drunk." <laughs> so I had. Uh, too many glasses of that, which is nice to find out, you know, being able to drink yeah. like that and then get dr- get drunk off of something that you made is, is really something else, I think. It's really wild. Um, That's pretty crazy. So, yeah. Did you ever mix it half and half and try it? The beer, remember? No, I can't do beer at all. We've talked about that um, a couple times. Mm-hmm. Uh, where that just doesn't work out for me, so. No, I did not. Well, it was a kid. Your dad tried it, remember? You yeah, tell me he said you're story. a liar. <laughs> yeah, he tried it with some Miller Lite, though. He wouldn't drink the Jägenflaben or whatever the hell's in the fridge. <laughs> Yingling. Yingling, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, I just told him it was probably because he drank with uh, stupid light beer. It's like that was probably a bad idea. But uh, whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah. He may not, he may not like it anyway. Well, either way, but he did like the golden mead. Um, he liked the way that turned out. So he took some of that home with him. That's good. Did anyway, so I got everything okay. I needed, and I got I got bottles, thirty-three ounce bottles. Um from Amazon so I have 12 bottles and I will have five gallons ready by Thanksgiving um, because it'll come in tomorrow or Tuesday and I'll start brewing then um, I, th- I think I get the honey overnight too so it was one of the reasons why I picked that that um, company to begin with that and I watched you didn't go talk to your local guy no because I did the math out and it was like I got 12 pounds for 50 bucks and that guy wanted 12 pounds at like 85 and I was oh my god it was not oh, worth wow. it oh wow oh I just hit the chair and sank down there for a second scared the crap out of myself <laughs> I thought I was dying I just pooped myself <laughs> so anyway so I got this meat, this uh, honey from Amazon and they had these really cool like documentary things about the company and how they harvest it and how they handle their bees and treat their bees and I don't know. Looked really good. I don't know anything about treating bees or or anything like that, but they were like friends with the bees. They're like, that's Tom and Frank and Paul. I'm just kidding. They didn't name the bees. But they did did have beekeepers that would go to a specific number of hives, and they were constantly making sure that the hive was healthy and growing and making sure that the um, plants in the area were specific plants and keeping other plants out so they could get, like, the pollinated... Things I didn't know. Things you never knew. Honey tastes different when they pollinate from different flowers. You didn't know that. I didn't know that. Nope. <laughs> so, so they picked out which plants they wanted to 
pollinate from, and they planted only those plants within the bees' normal pollination radius. So they made, so they go in there and they make sure they tend to the land and all this. It was like it was a whole thing. I was like, man, they spent a lot of time making honey here. Like, they spent a lot of time. Um, and then how they package it was also um, really interesting. They don't filter it um, per se. So it's still really rich in pollens and, and things that it would get um, if you scooped it right off the honeycomb. Right. <clears throat> so I thought the more pure, the better, you know. So I uh, went ahead and went with it. We figured, why not? There you go. We'll try it out and see if it's good. And then it showed up on my doorstep, and my daughter was like, what's that, Dad? And I was like, it's honey. It's just this huge jug, 12-pound jug of honey. And she was like, oh, my gosh. I was like, I know. I know. We can put it in a bathtub almost and just Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, uh. So, yeah, I'll probably order another one because, like I was saying, I think I'd rather be four pounds over than eight pounds under on the honey. Um, and then yeah. I think I use one of those uh, yeasts. One of my yeast packages, one yeast package per five or per um, gallon that I'm using. But I think one is good per five gallons, realistically. So I don't know if I'll need to make another one. I'm also trying to decide on how to put it all together because I got to warm up the honey in order to how get it to mix packet? the water. It's just like a standard like yeast. I don't know if it's standard. It's a. It's a. It's just dry yeast, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. It's Red Star, so it came highly recommended from. Uh, Raven Feeder, uh, a.k.a. Mars, yeah. USMC Vet. Um, so I went ahead and used it. I might use a different yeast in the future, but you and I both really like the way that that mead turned out, so I'll probably just stick with it, honestly. I might experiment yeah, later. Don't, on use too much where you get a, don't use too much where you get a yeast infection. Okay. <laughs> wah, wah. <laughs> That was Napa, a really good yeah, subterfuge okay. joke right there. That was a great. That was that was. <laughs> so uh, anyway, so so I did that. I got this little grape. My brother Arbs, uh, Arbs Ahoy. He uh, he left me his distillery and everything that he had with that. And some of the stuff that came in that kit was kind of what innovated me to um, or encouraged me or inspired me to get this kit instead. Um, I was really just looking for a lid for a five-gallon jug that would keep um, an air filter in it, but uh, I ended yeah. up stumbling across this, and I went ahead and got that. But I got this little—I got a tray that goes in the bottom of the jug um, that I'll set down, and then my brother uh, had a pump, a sump pump, so I'm able to put this pump into the five-gallon jug and pump out the mead of the jug, which would be great whenever I'm getting to the filtration part, right? Once you get past the first fermentation right. cycle. Um, because I have the tray in there, all that yeast will be on the bottom side of the tray, and the sump pump will pull from above the tray. Uh, that way I don't pull any of the, the dead yeast out of that bin, and it just seems like it's going to work out great. Uh, another thing that he got, um, too, was this really great radiator setup. It's got three fans across the front of it. It's got a ra it's essentially a radiator that you would see like a car. So I'll plug those in, and I'll cycle it through the radiator. Um, whenever I dump it into the um, second fermentation process, probably the carboy, the five-gallon carboy, 
Yeah. Um, and then uh, that'll be like weeks down. That'll be like four weeks after by the time I'm there, and then I'll crash it in the five-gallon carboy, and then use the. Um, I don't know. Maybe I won't use the carboy to fill it because I still need to pump. I mean, I still need to. Put them in bottles. Maybe I'll leave it in the barrel. Oh, you know what? Maybe I'll crash it in the carboy, take it out of the carboy into the bucket, and then use the bucket without the grate after I've cleaned it out to fill the bottles. That sounds like what I'll do. That sounds like a plan. Are you going to make this one any flavor or anything? No, I'm just going to do the standard. Yeah, the standard one since I've swapped out the honey, and I'm going to need to... um, scale up the amount the portions right so i've been doing one gallon at a time i'll have to do five times the amount so that i can get five Mm -hmm. gallons worth um so since i have to up the scale for the production i want to make sure that i've like i did for the one gallon i want to make sure that i've got it right and got the portions right and have a solid uh mead product before i move on to start adding other flavors and experimenting with stuff and before i buy five gallons of cranberry juice (laughs) right Right. So, um, so I was thinking, like, if you're doing a regular one, because I, well, one time I brewed a blueberry blonde. Uh-huh. It was really good. So that would go, that would go good, halfers with your regular mead, and then, like I said, that, excuse me, that brewery I went to with the honey cream ale, like you need to make your cranberry one, and I'll make one of those, and boom, put them together. Yeah, and I still really want to try to get this, um, this notion of a uh, cream soda flavor i really want to try to hit a cream soda flavor um oh, that'd be cool so so i don't know maybe i'll start with a cream soda base i don't know how the carbonation works with yeast no it doesn't work with yeast as far as beer goes you have to use priming sugar for carbonation well i mean like well i mean like if i just poured a and w and a bucket and threw yeast on it <laughs> Oh, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how that would. I don't know how that would work. I don't know. It might be worth trying the one gallon or research it. I guess I could look it up and all the know-hows. Noes will tell me. You, you could always, yeah, experiment in the one gallon. If it's shitty, you're just out a gallon instead of five. So that, so that's the idea, right? So the idea is to do five gallons. It takes a week, or it takes four weeks. In general, it takes four weeks. I should be letting it sit for four weeks. But I could do the five gallon and get it going, then do two gallons and get them going of some kind of experimental one, right? Um, mm-hmm. Ideally, I want to start the I want to start one gallon at a time, two weeks apart. So I have the four weeker for the five gallon. Then two weeks after that will be a, a gallon. Then two weeks after that will be a gallon, and then you're back at another five gallons, right? So we'll just rinse yeah. and repeat. So the second time I get, I'll actually get six gallons um, instead of five. But uh, all of that's going to be dependent on whether or not I'm, I have enough money to bottle them, and if I'm keeping them because they can only keep for a year, and if I'm giving them out or or doing something else with it, you know what I mean. Um, so we'll see how the first test goes. I, I let all my friends know they're in the area that. I'd have 12 bottles by uh, Thanksgiving, so if they wanted to take me to their Thanksgiving dinners, I've got 12 bottles. They're 33 ounces apiece, basically 40-ounce bottles. You have 11, because you're saving me a bottle. Okay. I have 11. Actually, I only have nine, eight bottles. 
I only have eight bottles, but I'm not going to count my chickens until they come in, so I'm waiting to hear back from I'll, those people who are requesting those bottles. So, um, I'll drive my ass I, up. I will, Meet you halfway. Okay. Well, I got one for you then, and then um, I got one for my parents, and then uh, a couple of people from work wanted some. So I'm like really rapidly running out of bottles already. So uh, that's a good sign, you know. Yeah. And I thought about doing a um, program or starting a program um, where the my friends and family who want me um, can help me basically fund the next project right so um, where they could donate some money to the to help me um, buy all the supplies that I'm gonna need make sure I have the bottles that we're gonna need make sure I can make the quantities that we're gonna need and then Kickstarter do flavors yeah kind of like a Kickstarter but I'm not gonna charge anybody for the product product oh yeah yeah that that sounds right that sounds right. I don't know. Whatever. I'm not worried about it. I just want to drink it. I just, I just want to drink it. <laughs> so I want to make good. sure that I'm doing that all right because it sounds like. I mean, it looks like it's gonna be a lot of fun, and I'm ramping up. I want to be that guy that's like, oh shit, you guys go over to Raptor's house. He's got a shitload of mead. And I'm just like, yeah, you guys want fucking ten gallons? I have forty-five going right now. Let's <laughs> So I did that. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and I started looking for um, an AR pistol. I think we kind of talked about that a little bit. Yep. Um, I went to a gun store today and was looking at a couple AR pistols. And I found some pretty awesomely priced ones, but they turned out to be 22s. And I don't really think I want that. Um, yeah, I kind of just wanted to do like the standard five. They're like $400. <laughs> Yeah, okay. but it shot 22, so it's like a really small, like, Smith & Wesson round, you know what I mean? Like, out of a revolver or something. And I guess it's yeah. okay, because the, the ammo would be cheap, and a bullet's a bullet, but um, but I have 5.56 five, mags left over from the military, and from when I owned a rifle before, and I have ammo for that, so I just kind of wanted to get 5.56 five, before, and when I was younger, a guy used to tell me that buying an AR was stupid, because when the world hits the shitter you're gonna be able to walk down the street and pick the fucking things up everywhere you go because everybody and their moms bought one but not everybody and their mom's gonna be able to use it so there's gonna be ARs everywhere True. so I thought there was a little bit of conventional wisdom in there however I'm still gonna get one that shoots 556 five, because if, if that is the case and there are magical ARs that are just all over the place it should be easier to find ammo for them right. <laughs> so, so 9 mil and 556 five, in America there'll be that dead 9 mil I bought was only like Three eighty. Uh oh. You still there? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I bought that nine mil. I got a little compact that was, I think, three seventy nine at Academy. Yeah, and my um, my Smith and Wesson SD nine was three hundred and fifty dollars. So you're talking about a AR pistol that's chambering a twenty two round. That's it was a seven inch, seven and a half inch barrel. The barrel? Yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. you're saying. You're looking for like a ten inch barrel, right? Isn't that what you said this morning? Yeah, yeah. I would like to do it. Like to get a ten to a ten and a half, maybe. Um, it just yeah. seems like a nice in betweener. Um, I think my rifle in the army was fourteen inches. Um, so I kind of want it. Realistically, I just want that slimmer, smaller, more compact look. 
um, and handling yeah. feel. I'm not really trying to shoot targets two miles out or anything. I just want something that is smaller, easier to manipulate, still has the same kick. Um, something I could just Isn't tuck away in the trunk or something. You know, if we're going somewhere, you know, just easy peasy. Yeah, you said 14 in the military. I thought I could be wrong. Isn't like 16 standard everywhere on all rifles and um, everything? Well, like the M16 has a really long barrel. I think it's a 16-inch barrel, but the M4 is a carbine. It's a much smaller rifle. Um, that, Correct. That barrel, yeah, I think, right. is 14 inches for the military because we yeah, have to... Yeah. That was the big point of going to the carbine to begin with was that it was smaller and could fit in our back on our rucks or could fit um, in the Humvees and the racks and you could use them and manipulate them inside the Humvees um, easier than you could the M16s you know you get an M16 in there and it's fucking hitting everything as you're trying to stick that barrel out the window or something and um, so it is definitely shorter than any of the M16s Uh, so I'm pretty confident the M4A1 is a 14 inch barrel anyway Whatever. So I wanted 10. 10 and 10 and a half. It's a nice in-betweener. There's tons of reviews on them on um, YouTube mm-hmm. and on Facebook and everywhere you can see um, what's going on there. So Chad's saying she's still having a hard time hearing you on the stream. Put on some headphones. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's... <laughs> I don't know. I think oh, you know what maybe it's my on... desktop audio is not quite high enough here. It might be on my end. Yeah, okay, might that be, might be better. Okay. It, it might be on Raptor's end, yes. All right, there we go. I got you turned up. This should be fine. Anyway, so I was looking at rifles. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry, pistols. I was looking at pistols because the firearms guys don't like the term rifle when you're talking about a short barrel rifle or I don't know, whatever. I don't right. know what legalities and nonsense and all this crap. Fucking whatever. Whatever. Thank you. We should just do. We should have like a. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, <laughs> federal policy, a federal kiss policy. So, whenever they make laws, they just keep it simple. You know, like keep it simple, stupid. So we have a kiss policy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they're like, all right. So we're looking at ARs today. Are we gonna make it a uh, tax stamp for short barrel rifles? And everyone's like, yes, let's do that. And then they're like, okay, well, this one's got a. Brace, not a buttstock. It's like okay, but it's basically the same fucking gun. So tax stamp it, or they just go no tax stamps. Let them buy it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> just, it's like that's the only difference that I can see, and someone can correct me if I'm mistaken. But the only difference between a short barrel AR platform and a AR pistol is the fact that the AR pistol cannot have a foregrip. Like a vertical foregrip, you know, that you hold on to. Can't have that. Yeah. And and it has to have a pistol brace, not a collapsible buttstock. So you can't actuate the buttstock, and it can't be shaped like a buttstock. It has to be a pistol brace. But all of almost all the pistol braces look like buttstocks. And they can be used like buttstocks. And the buffer... <laughs> still rides through the buffer tube and the buffer spring. Like, the whole gun works exactly the same. It's the same firearm. They just have, right. like, a loophole that makes this one a pistol. And it's like, this is just, it's just, to me, it's dumb. Like, it's just dumb. Get rid of the damn stupid tax stamp. You know what I mean? That's so ignorant. Just, it just drives me nuts. Like, quit, quit that It's extra shit. money in their pocket, Raptor. They got to do it. 
They gotta do it. I know, but it's stupid, and it's. They sh- I'm just would, saying, things in this world are very intricate and do. very difficult, and they just need to make it simple. <laughs> Our world can right. benefit from some simplification. It really can, especially this day and age. In my opinion, it could opinion. yeah benefit from a lot of kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. Yeah. Child says that's much better. Not the keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> just the volume. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so uh, so yeah, that's some of the stuff I've been getting into. Um, we've been playing a lot of Red Dead Online. Uh, me, child, and a couple of people. Shout out to our new friend. Whatever his name is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I, can't, don't. I can't remember. The light something. Anyway, met him the other day while we were playing and seems to be a pretty all right feller. Last night, actually, right? Yep, yep, yep. Technically, yep, yep. technically. As of this recording, it was last night, so. That's right, correct, correct. Correct. Uh, what else? What else have you been, like, now that we're on the games, what else have you been playing? Game. So I dove into oh, hey, Insurgency, life. Stands, Insurgency Sandstorm. Child said life surf? Question mark? Yeah, something like that. Light surf, life surf. Life, life really? surfer. Really? We're going to have to have him meet the surf biscuit. The surf and turf biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from so, what we heard uh, this morning, huh? Uh huh. <laughs> so, uh. <laughs> Oh, so I've been insurgency, doing a of, um, sandstorm. Insurgency, sandstorm. I've been doing um, back for blood. I played a little bit of that with child. Elder Scrolls Online still. Back for blood. I thought you said that was a piece of shit. Left for dead. Look, I've said it once. I've said it a hundred times. When it comes to my friends, I will play whatever you want to play, whether I like it or not. I will okay. play it with you because at some point in time, I I'm going to ask you to play a game with me that I like. <laughs> and we'll tell you to eat. Shit. Right, and then that makes you a terrible. I'm teasing. No, 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 no. So I downloaded. I think I downloaded Back for Blood, or whatever. We still haven't. I haven't still haven't played Alien Fire Team with you guys. I downloaded that. Bought it. Yeah, downloaded it. that's um, another one too. Child and I were doing that on Sundays, and we haven't done that for a couple weeks now. Well, shit. Um, what else? I did. Oh. When I told you earlier, I was able to download Enlisted. I don't yeah. have a Series X. It's on the it's on the One X. I'm able well, to play it on the One X. Okay. Not the Series X. I was I about crapped my pants when it yeah. let me download. It and I was like, all right, I'm going to try to play it. And then I did the tutorial before you said you were ready, and I was like, all right. Uh-huh. So. Well, cool. That'll be fun to play. I'll reinstall it. <laughs> You, I didn't oh play with anybody. Gosh, I uninstalled it. I uninstalled. I have very limited hard drive space. Wolf? Okay, I can't just put whatever I want. Wolf and I don't always what play that Wolf? game. There are other games we play. The Xbox okay. Series X has very limited hard drive space for Xbox Series X games. I can't just put it on my terabyte. I have to put it on right. the internal hard drive. That's true. Um, Insurgency Sands- Sandstorm. Talk a little bit about that because I played a little bit of it and I thought it was awesome like the so i'm a real big fan of it there's a lot of direction for it to go still um i would really like to see the introduction of private servers so that you don't have to have a full team to play the game um and that you don't get a bunch of randoms uh there are a few 
times. It's PVE. I got into the hard, it's right? PVE and PVP. Um, there's two two game modes. The, um, there. the PVE is co-op eight, up to eight, right or That's six? Correct. Yeah, co-op eight. Yeah, co-op eight. Yeah. Okay, co-op eight. Yeah. It's two four-man fire teams. Um, there are roles which I'm normally against. However, in this setting, it is completely accurate and makes total sense most of the time. Um, utilizing each of the roles in each of the positions has different firepower, different strengths, different weaknesses. Um, and it really helps, if used correctly, really helps uh, in the firefight modes. Uh, I would like to see a difficulty setting, um, being able to choose uh, like a normal checkpoint, but have it on hard difficulty or um, mm-hmm. stuff like that because normal checkpoint is 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 and can be difficult but it's um randomly generated when you play so the things that you do even though it's the same map and it's the same objectives it's not always in the same spot and it doesn't always have the same people that spawn um, they don't always attack the same way uh, so that's great um, each round matters there is a little bit of a problem with um, <clears throat> NPCs. Idiots you play with? Glitch. Well, there's always a problem well, with that. Problem. <laughs> Blueberries are stupid. <laughs> but uh, there's a problem with uh, enemies that will glitch into the ground Anyways. or be laying down and like they're inside the ground when they start shooting and then you can't get and they get you. Because every bullet matters. Um, if you take a round, you're probably going down. I would like to see an integration yeah. of of a down system because um, not every time that you get shot you die so it would be nice to see the introduction of a 68 whiskey or a medic that could come by and pick you up from a down state um, if you got sh- based on locational damage you know if you got shot in the head put the guy down forever but if you're like shot in the leg then maybe you hobble if you get shot in the gut then you just lay down there and you're bleeding out but if you had a medic they could come by and treat you, you know, maybe has kind so many treatments. Yeah, maybe has so many treatments yeah. per backpack, and the bigger the backpack, the more treatments he gets, or whatever. It would just be a really cool mechanic to, to enjoy. So maybe not necessarily reviving people, but being able to, like I said, pick somebody up from a bleed out or a down state would, would really, really bring a team aspect into it and um, really uh, allow right. you to utilize things like the smoke bombs and flashbangs and smoke screens and covering fire it would also be nice to have a suppression system that's outward not just inward so that your machine gunners can suppress the enemy who's coming which is the whole point of the machine gun to begin with um because you can be suppressed and that sucks and your guys breathing hard you can't shoot straight so that's awesome but it would be great to do that to the npcs as well because um, sometimes the objective is you take the objective, then you got to defend it, and then a bunch of guys come down the street, and it would just be really awesome to be able to lay down suppressive fire and all those guys take cover or start laying down looking right. to get out of the way. They don't really seem to want to preserve their own lives very much. They just follow a path and get to a point and fire a rifle at you, um, which, which is working fine. Um, but like I said, there's just little areas that... Um, little tweaks that I think would make the game, you know, way way better than what it is. Not that it's not good. I still think it's awesome. Yes, I um, like it a lot. And as much as people hate to see them and really want to do like the immersion thing, I really think the hardcore mode needs to have nameplates. Like, uh, it's just one of those things where. In real life, you would not have it, and that's fine. But in real life, you have situational awareness and presence in the room 
you can mm -hmm. feel people around you, you know, like when you're in a room with people, um, especially when you're doing stuff at night and night missions in real life, um, just from experience, it's not as disorienting as it is in the game. Um, because you can touch each other, you can feel each other's presence in the room, you can hear each other, you're able to communicate, That's what she you're said. able to see. The nighttime in the game is very, 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 very dark, which is, you know, is pretty accurate, but not all the time. Especially in the desert. If there's any moonlight whatsoever in the desert, you're going to have some visibility. Um, and this game doesn't right. account for that, um, which makes it difficult. You know, you can have 100% visibility at night. You can see better at night sometimes than you can at day because you don't have any of the glare from the sand. Um, sand dunes or something. You know what I mean? Like this, there's, yeah. <clears throat> so the game is very, very dark, and it really encourages you to use the night vision goggles. However, in the hardcore mode, if you die when you come back after the checkpoint has been caught, you don't have any of your equipment, and there's not always a box to pick stuff up from. So now you're running around with a flashlight, and you can't see squat, and you end up getting killed anyway. So um, benefiting from things like name plates. Even if it's just a little one or a dot or something that just points out where your friends are, would go a long way. Friendly fire is absolutely horrific in online yeah. when you're playing hardcore mode. Um, either way, already it's bad, and then you put a night mission on top of that, and you're just you're dead by teammates more often than not. Um, so that kind of sucks. So it's just one of those things. That's one of those things that like a really tight, tight, tight-knit milsim group would train for if they had, here we go again, private servers. <laughs> you know, so, right. so they, and so there's, it's like a give and take. This would be great to, this would be a great thing to work with. We could do this, but you're going to need, you know, the different servers. Uh, hey, thanks for the follow. Oh my gosh. Yo. But you're going to need the different server support and the player support. I think that the company is... For that, um, it is a very awesome milsim game. If you're a fan of Call of Duty franchises and action shooters, you are not going to be a fan of this game. The firearms are hyper-realistic, um, and the gunplay is hyper-realistic, and and it plays out. Holy I think shit. it plays out great. It yeah, it plays out the the sounds and everything is badass. Like when I went through and just was trying to do the what I thought was couch co-op. Remember when I was like, oh, we can play this couch co-op, but it's not. But yeah, just playing that was just like, holy shit. Like, it was badass. And the sounds off yeah, in the distance awesome. were like... Yeah, awesome. And you realistic. can hear the... You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yep, yeah I know it's badass. Cause I, I yeah, yeah, I had the... Well, I didn't have my headphones on. Well, one match I had my headphones on. The other match I didn't. I just had the sound bar and the speakers behind me. You know what I mean? And you could hear him whiz him, you know, behind you and shit through the speakers. Oh, it was badass. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, I enjoy right. it. Um, it's, but again, it's one of those games where you need to have a crew to play because there are no private yes. servers. And it's a lot more difficult when you're trying to play with AIs on your team. Um, or assholes. Smooth, smooth is fast, and you can totally do it if you need to. <coughs> When you're playing with real life assholes, yeah. And then uh, anyway, I also did the Battlefield uh, beta. Yep, that's out. one. That's I did one. That for a while. One thing I wanted you to talk to you. Uh, I wanted you to talk about was the Battlefield 2042. Is that right? Yeah, 20, 2042. Yeah. Beta, and I saw some of it. 
because I was up there at the time, and it looked fun. Typical um, blow up the buildings and all that shit stuff, but there was so much, so much going on. on like that rocket was trying to take off. I remember seeing, mm-hmm. and just but that's another one too where you'd have to have a a group because just randos are just trash. I mean. Well, in Battlefield's such a large game that you really have to go into it with an objective. Like, what am I going to do? Am I going to go here and hold this building down? Am I just going to run around the map trying to find and kill people? Um, Because if you don't find a focus, then you're just going to be overwhelmed by there's just so much stuff to do. Um, Well, then you're just running around like Battlefront, and nobody gives a shit if they die. Just, oh, I'm just going to try to kill people. Right. Right. And whatever. I mean, there's game modes for that, but you're going to get that anyway. People who just jump into a game and mindlessly push the buttons and do whatever they want. Oh, it didn't do it. Oh, that's sweet. Your eye just twitched when some of the spray went and hit the screen. That was perfect. Like it hit you in the face. Rude. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Same complaint. That's good. Same complaint I get every game. Yeah. Every game, same complaints. You can't customize your character. You get shoehorned into being a right hero there. shooter. Berry brew. Brewberry. Brewberry. It's good. This would go good with your meat. You get some brewberry beer and some booberry cereal. <laughs> well, yeah, this is from. I'm going to give him a shout out here. Fredonia Brewery up in Nacogdoches, Texas. Nacogdoches. but it's good shit. Well, that's good. I'm glad you like it. Yeah, we was up there for part of the week. Yep. Okay, Raptor, keep going. (laughs) I was just, I was just saying, I don't really like the hero system. I don't. I've never. I'm not a big hero. Yeah, you told me that. It was kind of like. You told me that. It's like, know, hero, it's, okay, you think a hero, right? I'm not trying to cut you off. Sorry, Raptor. But when you think no, a hero, right. you think of Battlefront, right? You think a hero being like Vader or on the good side, Luke, or yeah, whatever. Or, like or champion, you think of Marvel. Champion system. Yeah, like uh, Overwatch or what is the other one? Paladins? Right. Paladins, Something Overwatch. like that. Right. Yeah. But when you're, like, when you're playing uh, even Call of Duty or... Battlefield, like you said, the hero system. When you told me that, I was like, oh, kind of like, that's kind of shitty. Because I just want to be like, I want to be like a rifleman or a sniper, which I'm not good at, but, or a medic, and just run out there. I don't want to be a hero. You know what I mean? That's not. Right. And I didn't, I didn't really understand the need for it, need for it either. Or not Battlefront, Battlefield. Now everybody in the field looks the same. Everybody's Tom, everybody's Susan, everybody's Jake. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what you're saying. I just, I just, like, I was up on a rooftop shooting some guys, and my team was around me, and so this guy comes by, looks like me, so I'm just, and then he kills me, and it turns out it was a bad guy. And how the hell am I supposed to know that soon? Like, you just got to turn and look at him, and yeah, that was a bad guy first. Like, it was awkward, uncomfortable, and just kind of, kind of dumb. Yeah, that was. Well, you, I, when I watched you play, it was stupid because, yeah, the enemy is the same, yeah, as you. And, and you know, I don't understand why not, that has to be a me- Why are we getting away from that mechanic? Like, 
the regular battlefields, you were Americans or Russians, right? So they looked different when you're on the battlefield. That's we're if you're sensitive Americans to and everybody are shit now. What the fuck ever? If you're an American and everybody around you is screaming an American, then you know you're by your friends. But if you're Russian and everybody around you is screaming American, you know you're not you're not somewhere safe. But in this game, everybody spoke English. They, they all spoke American, and they all looked exactly the same. There's a whole army of people that looked the same. And I guess the argument can be made that it was a beta, but I looked at the roster of people that are coming out for the game. There's only like eight characters or nine characters that are coming out for the game. So that's what we're going to get to look forward to. We're going to get to look forward to... Oh, the final game. Another... Yeah, we're going to get to look forward to another oh, EA shit. skin skin battle. They're going to want you to buy skins to customize your character. I can just feel it already. That's shitty. I just feel yeah. the gross fucking in-game purchases that are coming. Out of a game franchise, it doesn't need them. Everybody's just happy being a fucking basic bitch <laughs> rifleman, for fuck's sake. Excuse my yep. language, Twitter. No, but no. <laughs> Twitch. Just like Twitch. Don't, you know, he went ape shit the other night. We were playing. <laughs> I did have to cut myself off. I actually deleted the video. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but uh, what game but was what game is, was we, real quick? What game was we playing when that happened? What game was it? It was Red. It was Red Dead. <laughs> oh yeah, me, you, and Sub in Red Dead. And I think Child might have been there. <laughs> but I got mad because someone no. shot my horse, and I yeah. I screamed out some profanities that I did yeah. not want <laughs> on a stream that were not nice yeah. to. Specific individuals, um, which you probably but whatever. Get over yourself, right bitches. But whatever, yeah. Same. I mean, same basic concept. I just didn't want my stream to get canceled because of a sudden momentary outburst of frustration. <laughs> but anyway, Battlefield. Whatever. Moving on. Tra- moving on to Battlefield 2042. So I don't think shit. that I'm gonna. I don't think I'm gonna get it. I don't. I, I mean, unless some things change. I like how they have the any gun, any class, any fucking anything. So, like, you don't have to be a medic anymore to carry a medic bag. However, at the same time, I kind of don't like that. Because, again, like we were talking about Insurgency Sandstorm, those classes made the game play differently. Having those people that were medics, having Correct. those people that were yes. snipers. Like, yes. But at the same time, I guess it could be said that, well, yeah, but now you can still have the same classes. I mean, you're just not called a medic. You're called Tom because there's only six playable characters. Sorry. But <laughs> but you get what I'm saying? Like, and Yeah, no, I get what you're every saying. Day, every day, every game that comes out, I say the same thing. I don't understand why your game doesn't have customizable characters. God damn it. If you just made a Battlefield game where you had a basic guy and then you could, like, upgrade your guy, let's say small things. Small things would make a big difference. Let's say you have a plate carrier. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And then you can oh, customize, oh, okay. like, you could, like, oh. make items to go on your plate carrier, or, like, change the color of it, or, like, put a combat spoon, or, like, magazine pouches, and, like, people do in real life, they make them their own. And then you could, like, wear uniforms and like different knee pads and boots you know like in ghost recon you unlock all this stuff you can make your yeah, guy look cool yeah an mre and you, over here <laughs> yeah and you put your helmet on backwards or something like whatever okay but then you monetize that stuff right okay so you want to monetize everything fine why not add a bunch of crap to monetize sell me a hundred different headpieces 
a hundred different bandanas I can wear around my neck in different styles. Limitless combinations of chest pieces and backpacks and shit. That's what you should do. That's what people will buy. People will buy all that stuff. That's the whole thing. People buy shortcut. People bought shortcut kits in Battlefields 2 and 3 and 4 just so they wouldn't have to get the same goddamn gun again and to get all the attachments. People yeah, will buy stuff to make themselves look different. Why do people not monetize that? It just blows my mind. Blows my mind. Instead, we get to play. We get to play as Tom with a grappling hook. Good, fucking awesome. He has a grappling. So I'm gonna get shot flying around looking like Batman or Spider-Man. Like, like is this Titanfall? Like, okay, I get it. Like, we're supposed to be in the future or whatever, and it is kind of neat. Like the uh, opportunities, but now we're just kind of making this yeah, weird apex crossover battlefield battle Titanfall. royale, fucking a hodgepodge of not military combat. Like. That's what made Battlefield Battlefield, is that it was militant forces, armies, fighting each other with militant weaponry and militant tactics. Sure, it wasn't hyper-realistic like considered to see Sandstorm, but that was the whole point. It was, like, it was a little bit of action matched with a little bit of tactics. You know, like, it didn't matter what you looked like. You didn't have to be fucking Tom from accounting with a grappling hook attached to his butthole. You were just a rifleman out there in the hole... There's a crater where a mortar struck, and you're just in that hole with your medic buddy. And there's come on, Tom. They're, they're gonna get a strike. We gotta wait out to press the fire. And then the fucking jets coming in. You know, just there's a lot of stuff in there. Yeah, oh, yeah. What's up, Mila? Well, get the dog. Get the dog out of no. here. Thank you. <laughs> so there's just, and that was that was it. That was the intensity. It was putting you in that action, and it was like a little bit over the top, which is fine, but. That right. was the point of Battlefield, in my opinion. And now the point of Battlefield is to be as fast as you possibly can, slide halfway across the map, and shotgun somebody like we're playing Call of Duty. And I just, it's, it just didn't feel the same. Even, the, dude, that guy drove that car up on me. You remember that? That guy drove the car up on me, got into the gunner seat, and started shooting at me with a machine gun. Oh, I yes. I slid over yes, to the that thing was... st- and shot the guy in the face as he was sitting in the car. It's like, what is happening? Well, there was... Well, there was a whole bunch of, like, even, I don't know, you said Xbox was weird last night, and it was weird today, and Breakpoint, like, bullet sponge, the NPCs were, like, bullet mm-hmm. sponge, but, like, that guy, when you were playing, like, I saw you shoot him in the face, and he never went down. A whole bunch of people, though, you were shooting in the face, or in the head, or, and it just, they weren't going down, so it's like, what the hell is going on? But now, again, yeah. to be fair, credit where credit's due. It is a beta. It's not going to work exactly how they want. But at the same time, the entire gaming community right now, game developers releasing betas are not releasing betas. That is almost the finished product, if not the finished product. It's just correct. Correct. In it is temporary form. It's not an actual beta, and people were getting so. Lied to, <laughs> so lied to for well, many developers when they tell us that stuff. Right, because they're not going to it have be- time to fix it. You're going to get that beta day one. That is the gold disc copy of the game that has to be submitted in order to make it through Microsoft's processing system to get onto console, to get onto console for PlayStation. That's that's it. That's what we're gonna get day one drop. Maybe it's got some things that are locked, right? Whatever. It's got game modes but- that are locked. But that's the experience you're gonna get. So when that, that game is. drops, everybody shits the money bed. They're like, "This game sucks. It doesn't work for shit." When well, you played it a month ago, 
and said the same damn thing. They didn't fix anything in that time. You have to wait for the patches. That's why there's always a patch well, week one, or sometimes day one. Day one. Day one patch, yeah, that's what I was going to say, the day one patch. There's always, Because always, it's easier always, for always, the developer... Day one patch. Right. It's easier for the developer to get the crap-ass game approved through the gold disc process than it is for them to finish the product and then release it. That's why it's... And that's what, you can get patches through easier than you can get the whole game. That's why I don't buy games day one anymore. Like, me and Surf were talking about it today, like, Far Cry 6... And, you know, I've been watching reviews and stuff, but, like, me and Surf were talking, like, yeah, it's got the same quirky, probably stupid shit that 5 has and, you know, probably, you know, New Dawn and 4 or whatever. I think 4 is what started it, right? The quirky... Yeah. No, I mean, it was like that so, 2 and 3, but whatever. Okay. But, um, so, like, and plus, this is Ubisoft, so, like, any other Ubisoft game hearing about another week or so it's going to be on sale right yeah so why buy the full game or go, or go to or, or go to game pass yeah or it'll go to game pass with how awesome game pass is and everyone talks shit about it but it is badass so just to like pivot and keep talking about this conversation I was watching this or reading this article and watching a couple of videos to support the article um, about Nintendo's new pay plan, right? So Nintendo has come out and said that they're going to do something similar to Game Pass an, um, is, where you're going to have a subscription... Expansion pack? Yeah, you're going to have a subscription-based service that's going to offer NES and SNES and Sega games um, the old ones like from back in the day, right? They're going to offer those games um, a handful of them and they're going to offer the new expansion for Animal Crossing. Um, but the price point is what's really got people twisted. Is it's like sixty or seventy bucks a year, and it doesn't have. It's not offering anything. There's no content in there whatsoever, um, and people are really twisted about how much it's going to cost. And I was watching this guy do a comparison um, about it, uh, and it made a lot of sense. It's like I've been saying when I, when Game Pass for Xbox first came out, I was a big naysayer. I told I was you watched the old episodes. You know, listen to the old episodes back in Dread Pirates, just Dread Pirates uh, present, or uh, back in '69 yeah. gaming, back when you guys, you and Surf were doing that. You know, I was a big naysayer. Yeah, the old. Past, but, but ever since it started to come out, I mean, there's no one is doing it better. It costs a lot of money every year, but it's like a hundred. Say it's 120 bucks, right? That's two games a year. Buying two games a year. How many times do you buy video games a year? Sometimes. And now Game Pass is offering free that's games true. all the time, hundreds of them. And not just that, but anything that's Microsoft Studios development team triple, is free day some one. AAA. Yeah. Halo, Gears, they bought Bethesda Forza. Studios. They bought who else did they buy? They bought um they bought Bethesda and they bought they teamed up with EA to do the EA pass. EA, bought, so you have um, so you have EA play on there. And right, real quick, yes, child, UB, UB sales are pretty good. Sorry. They are. But Microsoft is coming out of the gate swinging. They're buying up development teams. So you're only adding more. All of the Bethesda Studio games are on Game Pass. Fallout 4, Fallout 70 crap, Doom, Doom 3, Quake. You know what I mean? Like all of the Fallout Shelter is on that thing. You know what I mean? Fallout New Vegas is on that thing. All of those games that were Bethesda Studios products are now on game pass for free 
free. Not really free. I guess you're paying for it, but you don't have to buy each individual game. You're, yeah. You know what I mean? You're paying for it. Like, I was reading, like, okay, so, like, for me, I have a Switch. My kids have a Switch, and my ne niece and nephew have a Switch, so I bought the $34 online last, you know, I keep renewing it every year. So all mm -hmm. of us, because you can have up 10 people on one pass. That's that's one thing that's freaking awesome that well, Nintendo does. Well, the new... Yeah. So the new one, so like on this one, I get like you're saying, I get the NES, the Super NES games, and stuff like that. The new one, you're gonna get the twenty-five dollar DLC for Animal Crossing, which we all have, so it's worth it. You know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. not just one person's getting it. The whole, the whole, the whole family that's on that pass will get it. Plus, you're getting the N64 and Sega Genesis games, like you said. Right to me, it's that's a very small collection of those games. That's what the, that's what the. But the, 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 the NES and the Super NES games were a small collection too. But it's just, I don't know, like, I don't know. It it's it's a really good, to me, with my family and stuff. It's a really good program. You know what I mean? When you have that many people that can, not even contribute, right. but, like, I wish. Microsoft came up with something so I wouldn't have to have I wouldn't have to pay 15 bucks a month for four of us to play online you know what I mean that's kind of to me that's kind of shitty because not shitty but but I want to say it's kind of like Nintendo has a better deal if and I know Microsoft can do like a plan you know what I'm saying for like so like you you Boozer and your daughter could all be on one, or, or you could we me and my family and you could pitch in and like ten of us could be online, or eight of us online. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean they do have a kind of like game share, that, but it's but it's not that high, right? So like me and my wife, we don't have to pay for our accounts. Right? I pay for mine. She's gets to play for free. Because you game share, and that's the same way with me and Surf. No, because I because my account's on that Xbox. So any any account on the Xbox that I've purchased gets gets gold. But what you're saying is true. I mean, it would be nice to be able to carry that no matter where I go, so that everybody that's on my family play. And they do have the ability to set up Microsoft on my Microsoft. It has my family on there. It it yeah they are registered they as my family, right? So that right, should be right. like you're saying. They should make a plan for that. I think that's. Accurate, but at the same time, whatever, it's still working the way that it is now. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, it it works now. Like I can, like, the game sharing thing is another thing that's brilliant too with Microsoft because, like, me and Surfshare, we have all those games. We can like, I buy games, he buy games, and then if I run out of Game Pass Ultimate, which I like to keep going, but if I happen to run out and forget or whatever, like. I don't lose it. Yeah, I can't look at the store, but I can still download the games that I know that are on Game Pass. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. we game share. But yeah, Microsoft does have the ability, and that thing from Nintendo is just—it's great. Like so, but so the big thing with Nintendo is the people who don't have access or don't have that many family members to do um, are eating a lot of costs. But the big thing for Nintendo is they are fighting emulators. To keep their games because it is so easy to oh yeah with Raspberry uh, Pi and all that stuff yeah yeah to 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 do an emulator on your 
switch, even your switch, right? Switch your phone or computer and get access to every NES game to have ever been released. And it's easier to do that and more cost effective to do that than it is to pay for the Nintendo subscriptions like that, especially when you're um, by yourself. You know? Right. So that was one of the things that the guy was talking about, and that was interesting. Um, to me, because I'm not a big Nintendo fan, but I could see why that would be frustrating for people who play Nintendo Switch. Um, and then another big thing in video game news, unless you want some, you have something else for that before I step off of it. What? Sorry, for Nintendo? Yeah, for the Switch stuff. I'm about to switch gears. Well, that's a pun. I like that. About to switch gears. Anyway, no, if you guys have a Switch and... I can add you to mine. You know what I mean? We have two switches. <laughs> yeah, no, it's. I think it's great. I mean, I don't play the Switch much, but my kids do, you know, mm. with Fortnite and all that stuff, and they're able to talk to their cousins yeah, my daughter and loves whatever. Animal Crossing. So, yeah, Animal Crossing. Yeah, so that program from Nintendo is really good, and just the nostalgia of going back to those games that they do yeah, but put on there. <laughs> it is cool. I'm just, I'm, you know, I'm like, I'm not as bad as Surf, but I am a little bit of achievement whore and stuff like that. So, But this goes full circle back to what I've been saying before. is like, how many times do we have to buy Contra? How many times do I have to buy Rampage World Tour? How many times do I have to buy Mario? You know, that's, that's the big thing that Nintendo's been dealing with or that it should be paying attention to. Right. Because people don't want to keep buying the same game every time a new console right. comes you, out, and this is an opportunity. Do you remember the rumor? Something with it, and they haven't. Do you, do you remember the rumor where like there was going to be probably Game Pass on Nintendo Switch? You know how badass that would be. Yeah, it'd be pretty wild if that partnership ever went through. How badass that would be! Like, yeah, I wouldn't take you my. Play- I wouldn't need my phone. I wouldn't need my tablet or whatever. I'd just play. I'd play the shit out of. I'd play the shit out of my. Everything Switch. would go on the internet. Yes. Yeah. I even would go on the yeah. Um. Okay. So switching gears. But continue anyway, on. switch your gears. Another piece of news that will be a historical type situation. Big big game. Big news is uh, FIFA has decided that they are not going to allow EA to have the monopoly on the rights anymore. So EA Shut and FIFA up. had a falling No, EA and FIFA had a falling out and FIFA said they wanted like a billion dollars over the next 4 years for the FIFA title and for the names and the cup and everything and EA Studios said that they weren't going to make that deal even though they make more than that a year on the FIFA individual games, um, they've decided that they're going to part ways with the FIFA name because they think that the game is what's selling the not the name brand, not the name recognition. So FIFA has said that they are they're full of shit. Out. Yeah, FIFA said they're reaching out to other game developers um, to find out if they can make a deal, or they're letting anybody. Anybody who wants to use the FIFA name can come to them and make an offer, and they are willing to negotiate. They're no longer going to be monopolizing the FIFA name. Whoever wants to make a FIFA game can put out information or reach out to them and try to make a game. Um, that will I think obviously 2K, they yeah. want they want more say in what the game is. Um, and one of the things that they wanted say in for EA was the Ultimate Teams. 
and uh, EA was not willing to give them more say in that scenario. Um, one of the things yeah, EA foot, is foot, losing. Foot. Yeah. One of the things EA is losing okay. is player names. EA is also losing... Um, Behind you. EA is also losing the World Cup exclusives. They're not going to be able to use the World Cup anymore um, in their oh, game. Shit. They're losing the FIFA name, the uh, branding. Wow. They're losing is... brands. And the new EA FC 2023 or whatever is the new one coming out. Um, they're uh-huh. just changing the title to FC Football Championship, I guess, is what they've chosen. Um, oh, wow. That so is... they're convinced that this break is not going to upset their step at all, but FIFA has made it very publicly known that they are now going to be in direct competition with EA for sports games moving forward, and a lot of people are seeing that. And what FIFA does... When they make their games, what the next FIFA game comes out, how that looks, will probably determine whether or not EA is going to be able to continue to monopolize all the sports games. So you're talking about Madden and the NHL series and the NBA series and all of it. Nope, nope. Well, wait, wait, wait. Not, not NBA. 2K. Uh, Madden and NHL Not NBA. That's 2K. Yeah. Right. Uh, that are looking at not being able to be monopolized anymore by uh, EA Studios. Um, and which sucks because That's, EA used to be the game, nope. right? That used to be, if it's in the game, it's in the game. You know, that, that was them. And now they've strayed right. so far away from their past that the people who supported it's in the game no longer want to be in the game. <laughs> right. When, well, back in the day, like when 2K made NFL 2K, you know what I mean? That was, that, to me, that was a good rivalry. Good, good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You had Madden and you had 2K. Obviously, I went more towards 2K because it just felt better and everything. They were getting their asses kicked then, so that's why they bought up the rights to the NFL. Right. Because they, they were tired of the, tired of 2K kicking their ass. But this is just... I would say it, it's going to be good this for... Is, this is big, right? This is going to determine... It's big. It's going to be good for gamers. Be good for gamers. Yeah, this is going to be used as a poster for a lot of relationships between companies who are not video game developers and video game developers, um, like um, NASCAR circuits and racing games and all your esports genres are going to, you know, there's just such a large market for esports that... Um, that realistically, these companies like the NBA, the NFL, the NHL, the fucking CHL, even, the even golf, FIFA, and golf, yeah, the PGA guys, all of them are gonna have. Yeah. If if this works, they'll have a foot to stand on, in order to put their name and their brand out there more. It's gonna generate massive revenue, and and it's right. I mean, it could potentially be fantastic for the sports as well as fantastic for esports having multiple games now to choose from to play football or to play American football or to play hockey um, well like it used to be if back you look back day. I think it was I want to say NBA 18 was the last one because like you like you said NBA but it's not but 2k has been like the dominant leader in the NBA games and I think it was 18 or 19 was like the last year that EA made an NBA game because they just realized that they 
flat out were getting their asses kicked by 2K. Yeah. They couldn't buy up the rights or anything like that. The NBA said, no, we're going to just, you know, you both have the chance to make these games. But it was just a clear picture that 2K was kicking their ass in the NBA realm. You know what I mean? So they were like, not. 2K kicked their ass in the NFL realm, but they bought up the rights because they know that was like, I mean, I love Madden. The, the franchise as a whole, I just, it's been around for ever since, what, and now Madden 93, I think was the first one, right? I don't know. I could be wrong. But anyway, I love that. What, what I just, I, I, I like that their competition, the competition is what makes great games because you get where they're stuck in like 2k needs a competition for nba i'm not gonna lie i love it the 2k series and everything i i buy it damn near every year i've been buying madden for every year since 2017 2016 i think and 2014 for nba 2k but they need competition competition is what makes better games better you know what i mean yeah the company if it wasn't for if like you know, Call of Duty out, trying to outdo Battlefield. We wouldn't have that going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I think there needs to be a choice. I think not these developers or anything. Like, the players need to be like, hey, we're going to play soccer from, I don't know, blah, 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 sports or whatever. You know what I mean? And this game over mm-hmm. here kicks ass. So, you know what? EA needs to step up their game to get the players back. But, you know, that's what drives the games. That's what drives I revenue. That's what drives... In this day and age, that's what needs to happen. Not the, not the other way where we're like, oh, we're buying up the rights so we can make just this piss-poor, shitty-ass game that's just a new skin on the five years ago. You know what I mean? Right, exactly. Yeah, so. so maybe, hopefully that's what will happen. Obviously, FIFA's doing it from a standpoint of greed and, and money, too, but that corporate greed versus corporate greed is, like you said, what's going to cause the rise of a better game. There will be better games that right. come out um, because well, I've heard, of that. I've heard that P, PES, PES, or PIT, or whatever, I've heard that's a... Mm. It's not as popular, but it's a better game than FIFA. But people are attracted to FUT. No, I didn't say fuck. I said FUT. F-U-T. Mm-hmm. FIFA Ultimate Team. People are attracted to that. Because, like, um, what was it? Cargo, who's in our Discord and plays hockey with us and stuff. His son is... That's all he does is F-U-T. Mm-hmm. And he can... He doesn't know soccer, but he, he'll play the shit out of it and trade cards and everything that's one thing that's cool too so yeah it just it's all about like what little niche in the game you can get to attract people you know what i mean yeah yeah yes i do yes i do like plate carrier customization sorry yep any developers out there listening rafter really loves when he can have Five thousand things I to just, customize. I just don't understand it. I don't understand it. It blows my mind. You're developing a video game. You want people to buy stuff in your video game. Look at the freaking scheme. Look at the pay scale. Look at Grand Theft Auto is still making billions of dollars a year. 
Grand Theft Auto 5 that came out on Xbox 360. You know why? Because people are buying those damn shark cards because they want customization. <laughs> Yes, right? exactly. That's a fucking perfect business model. They haven't had to do shit for that game for years. They updated the graphics once or twice, put in some new cars four times a year, and a machine gun with a clown mask, and everybody freaking tickled pink, runs around, makes a bunch of stupid animations, and it's huge. It's massively trendy, and that game will drop another franchise, and it'll last another ten freaking years because of customization. You know it. People can play this same yep. game a hundred times to get a pair of tennis shoes, for fuck's sake. Damn, Warframe is completely free. Completely free. But there's so much customization and so many things you can get that they give you the opportunity to buy it. It's a billion dollar industry and it doesn't even cost anything to play the fucking thing. Customization. World of Warcraft. Customization. MMOs. Customization. World of Warcraft. Fucking customization. Fucking sells. Ubisoft. Speaking of Ubisoft, as you know, I've been playing the shit out of the crew too. Congratulations. That game is badass. No, that game Are is... Are there any helicopter crashes? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, but you can fly planes and crash them. Well... No. But no, like, that game is... I don't know. It. It's not Forza, right? But it is still... It is fun. I'm sucked in. That's all I want to play when I think about it. You know, unless... You guys try to rope me into Red Dead, but other than that, that's what I've been playing. Ah! The crew too. Rope you into Red Dead. We have lassos. You do, you dirt. Sorry. Anyway, animal. So crew two. If anyone wants to play, I'm willing to play. I'm trying to still get Surf Sass to download it. It's awesome because, like my son, I bought it for him. You can ride around as a crew, right? But if he's doing a mission, you're like, ah, I don't want to do that one. You can go off and do another mission yourself. You don't have to do it together mm-hmm. and everything. And then you're still together. Like So even, too, like if you race it together, like he sucks. I have a super faster car, and I kick ass, and he comes in last. I still help him out in the game. It's cool. I bought the I bought the season pass. I spent some money on it. Yeah, so I'm a bad guy. <laughs> well, and that's another thing too, right? I don't remember who said it. I think it was back when you guys were doing 16 ounce and you guys were rating things in beers. Um, oh, six pack. We're in a six pack. Yeah, but I think that I give the crew two a six out of six. Somebody you talked to on the show talked about the dollar per hour revenue, right? That's how they judged whether or not the game was going to be good. If they right. felt like right. if yeah. they felt like they got a dollar of enjoyment out of an hour of gameplay, then that would merit the cost. So if the game cost 20 bucks and you could play for 20 hours and be happy, then that was good. Um, and I think that that scale still rings true today. I really enjoy... Uh, um, yeah, the concept of that scale. So I don't mind spending money in games, right? So, but because I use that scale, um, I I use the extended scale, right? So I've played, I bought Red Dead Online. If I get thirty hours of enjoyment out of it, and my wife gets thirty hours of enjoyment out of it, that's sixty dollars. That's two copies of the game. That means that we've enjoyed it for a dollar an hour a piece, almost, right? Correct. So yeah. we reached we reach our 60-hour window. We've really enjoyed playing it. Now that is over, right? 100% total investment paid off, right? 
And the way I see it is now, I'm going to continue to play. Okay, well, maybe I want to get some gold bars, some in-game currency, some platinum, some astral mm -hmm. diamonds, whatever it may be. Am I going to get a dollar per hour of enjoyment out of whatever I'm buying with that currency? So you, I got you the can. dual pistol holster early, right? I didn't. I wasn't high until level to get the dual pistol holster. And so I bought gold, and I got my little holster and my little pistol, and I got two pistols. And it's my whole character plays around dual wielding revolvers. I have more than twenty-five dollars or twenty-five hours worth of enjoyment out of that. So that's you know. So even with the in-game purchases, I use that scale. As long as I reach the point where I have enjoyed it to finish that purchase, right? So if I make a fifty dollar purchase and I feel like I've gotten fifty hours out of the game, then I'll make another fifty dollar purchase. You know what I mean? Or if I can tack yes, on exactly, the, the I know value, what you mean because because that's value, right? That's that's value, in, and I think that's how it should be. If you feel like whatever you're purchasing is going to give you um, an enjoyment scale based on whatever value you want to put on your enjoyment, I would pay $5 an hour sometimes depending on what I'm doing, right? So depending on that scale, right. that's, how, that's how the payment on in-game purchases should work. You know, that's, that's where it would thrive. That's why games like Warframe work because it's just... It's so much fun to play, but I don't want to wait 72 hours for this gun to craft. I just want to buy it. I need the slot anyway, and it's totally worth the $10 to shortcut right. it three days and get a free slot because it's going to help me upgrade my mastery rank. The gun's super cool looking. It's got an alternate fire. This is going to be great. 10 bucks, 10 hours with that gun, and then you move on, right? So if you can get at least 10 hours of, of play out of that gun that you're getting, then that's totally worth the cost. And, and Warframe is one of those games oh, totally where is. all of it's totally worth the cost. You're going to get 72 hours already of enjoyment by not having to wait. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right, right. Or, and, like, if you feel like, because, like, you'll see, I, I mean, I've talked about it before. Like, on the 2K games, I bought BC, which is the virtual currency. So I can buy Butt credits, game packs. Yeah, I mean, I can buy credit or packs. Because I like opening the game packs, even on MLB The Show. Like, but that's the thing. Like, if you find like that, you you really enjoy that. I don't see a problem with you throwing money at that game. Right. There is nothing because you're getting you're getting you're you're getting your you're getting your money's worth. Like, the crew I've probably spent way over twenty something hours. You know what I mean on it. And mm -hmm. I threw the game pass at it. I threw some virtual bucks and stuff so you're supporting the developer that way and the game you know it's it's i don't know it's just super fun i see it that way yeah if you enjoy it i know what you mean if you enjoy the game so much and you're throwing money out that's there's nothing wrong with that but if you're doing the pay to win shit like where you just bought the game and oh, i'm gonna throw 200 bucks at it just because I don't want to mess around. You know, you don't want to be level one, and you just want to zip up to level one fifty. To me, that's kind of shitty. Well, I mean, even then, that I mean, still goes to the same point. If you feel like that two hundred dollars is going to bring you two hundred hours worth of playability, then by all means, do it. You know, I mean, I don't care if you skip a bunch of levels. Does it make the game more difficult? Yes. Does it suck when you're playing and you don't want to do that? Yes, it does. I'm not saying that it doesn't. I'm not arguing that the people but if who you're do doing it, it are not assholes. But 
but whatever. Yeah. But but a lot of people gets the one that gets me is the paywall. That's what gets me. Yes. The you have to buy this content in order to continue playing. That's the one that should not exist. Destiny. There should not be a paywall. We're at one. Destiny. Bungie has done a lot of work with their IP to to move away from that that scheme. I yes, mean, they have because they got a work. They got away with away from Activision. 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 Right. Does, but they does they are still. Shit. They did say they're still going to do an expansion every year. Which is fine, because a lot of games do that. World of Warcraft does it, and it's a one long-lasting Correct. game. You get one expansion a year that you pay for, and then all the seasonal contents throughout the year under that expansion are that come with it. It's a whole year's worth of stuff. And you really have to think about it from another aspect of, this game developer's not making another game. They'll never get another $60 from you for this game again. So when they make the content and they release it once a year, that's okay. That's okay. As long as everything else in the year... Is a video game, you know what I mean? Right. Buy right, it every yes, three yes. months. Every three months, that sucks. That's garbage. I don't want your game every three fucking months. Okay. Yeah. Make so something like, good that lasts, and people will buy it because there's no value in it at three month ranges. You know what I mean? With the, yeah, like going back to Not the sports me. games. With the day and the day and age we're in in sports games, there can be title updates. There can even be a little bit of graphic improvements through updates you don't need a new fucking sports game every year yeah why is there not just an ea sports presents nhl and then every year it updates it that's Boom. it you I don't agree. need to release a new game or a new expansion or shit maybe you do you can release a new roster every year 30 bucks every year new roster update 30 dollar roster update fine whatever fine. right people are buying your stupid cards anyway but they don't yes. do it because people are buying the stupid games. They're buying the damn digital editions every freaking year. They 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 buy stupid, the games stupid pants. and then you, <laughs> they buy the games and then you go into the reviews and they're all like, "Oh, don't buy this game. Waste of money. Waste of money." But you just wasted your money on it. But that's what I've been getting at with sports games all along. Is like they don't need a new game every year. And the day and age we're in, we don't need a new game every year. The graphics are going to be the same. No matter what, it's just roster updates and the. And they take away the, features. What is it? Yeah. We have lost features well, we took over this time. Way like, yeah, we like took the ability this to way play. We we, go ahead. Like the ability to play seasons. You used to be able to play on the same team. I used to be able to do hockey, okay, and play as a defensive, uh, defensive position, right, and. My friends could play the other positions, and then you could play through a PVE season. Yes. You your, yes. You can make your own team and go to the fucking ice hole league of champions. You know what I mean? Like yeah. From and take nobodies the cup. to being yeah. big the stars Stanley and cup. take the cup, and then next year you have to yeah. defend the cup, and like you just kept progressing, and it just kept going like that. And you just it was like. You just kept playing and playing and playing, and you would lose games and win games, and you had a win-loss record, and, like, it was just real that way. It was real that way, and it was something to do with your friends, and that kind of feature has been taken out. Now it's player versus player all the time, all the time, or player versus environment by yourself, and that's not what sports games are. You know what I mean? Like, sure, okay, real life is player versus player all the time. I get that. That's fine. Whatever. Okay. Okay, but we're playing video games, all right? Sometimes you don't want to play all the diehard, sweaty 
jerks in the world that mod their controllers and cheat their ass off. Sometimes you just want to play the game and enjoy the game. And so that PvE side of the sports game is almost non-existent anymore. Because everybody it's wants not, you to compete of those tournaments. against other players and they buy those speed. stupid cards. <laughs> yep, that's, that is, that is. All right. That is. There. Anyway, Whatever. Raptor needs to take a nap, everybody. This is true. So I do. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna cut it off here, and um, we apologize. We're gonna try to be more consistent, and uh, I sent. I don't know. We've been talking new logos, yeah, scheduling stuff like that, and we're just gonna do it, and you know find a way in another company or whatever to do some merch because i want to i want to buy some merch so we can just for memory and whatever yeah you know what i mean i would love to get i would love to get some uh 16 ounce gaming trucker caps <laughs> i'm a big fan of the trucker hat when i'm working i like to work in the trucker hat because it airs out and it's nice and comfortable and can fit on my hairstyles uh, okay there all right but anyway look like a duff beer hat <laughs> anyway thank you all for listening me and Raptor really appreciate it yep and being patient Um, who knows in the near future we could have the Raptor Brewery Mead collaboration where we send shit out because I'm still working on the brewery and I know Raptor wants to come along with that so uh, yeah Look for us online. Join us on Discord. Thanks for listening. And if you want to play with us, just yeah, join us on Discord. And join the Discord. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Join, join, join the Discord because we're all more than willing to play whatever. If it's racing, sports, yeah, yeah. anything. Kicking These guys screaming the whole way. <laughs> help me. I mean, Raptor showed me Elite Dangerous, so. I downloaded that again, which I finally got off my hard drive because it kept reinstalling. But Raptor showed me that, and that's <laughs> looks like a fun game. So I'm gonna dive into that and see. And I'm addicted to sports and racing games right now. I'm looking forward to Forza Horizon 5 coming out. I don't know about you, Raptor, if you're looking forward to that. No, that's what I thought. Nah. It's it'll be out here in a couple weeks. It's going to be like Forza like Horizon 4 and 3 and 2 and 1. <laughs> and, we, and we do have... <coughs> excuse me. And we do have clubs. 16-ounce gaming clubs for those. So if you want to join those. Yes, we do. Anyway, thanks for listening. And hopefully it won't be a week or two. We'll see. You know, because real life gets in the way. And this is just a hobby. And we thank you all, That's though, true. for listening and, and being a part of this. So we'll see you next time. See you next time. Cheers, everybody. Later, Raptor. <laughs>